Welcome to the True Man Podcast with Mike Van Pelt, helping you gain clarity, peace, and understanding in your walk with God as a man, a father, and a spouse. Hey, get involved with the show. Send us your email to mike.vanpelt at wedevelopyou.com. If you're wondering what's gone adrift in my masculine soul and asking, is there more to life? Well, this is where it begins. This is the True Man Podcast. Welcome to the True Man Podcast, an invitation to radical reconstruction of a man's masculine heart and soul, and a place of safe community where we dare to ask questions deep-seated inside a man and explore ways to help you become a better man, a better dad, and a better spouse. Well, I'm thrilled to be with you today, and I'm going to do something a little different. So co-host and wingman Paul Bailey is gone today. So I'm going to take solo flight, hoping that things will work out well. Paul, the good news is, will be back with us next week. And if you've been with us on a previous podcast, you know he is probably out taking care of his goats and his chickens, which are, you know, require full-time care. So today, I thought that I would talk with you about the topic of breaking through. I think one of the more challenging things that happens to us as men is we tend to get in our own way sometimes. Now, I know that may not happen to you, but it happens with me. Maybe we overthink things, or in some cases, maybe we believe things that just aren't true and go with it. So I'm going to be vulnerable with you today and and uh, talk about some of the challenges that I have faced because I think it's important for you to know that we all have challenges. We're all broken. And thankfully enough, we have a God that provides us redemption so that we can improve and learn and get better. But I think... At least I found this to be true also in my life that I am closer and I believe you are closer to success and satisfaction in your life than you may think or you may give credit for. So I've lived much of my life from the standpoint of I want to avoid difficult and challenging situations if I can. Why Why would we want to take those on? But as a result of that, I've often lived a life in reverse or maybe gotten stuck because I didn't meet those challenging situations head on. Push through the fear. And, and here's what I mean by that. Oftentimes, I've started from a position of, oh, crap, that's been my starting point. And that is the wrong starting point. So if we flip that, And what I found to work well is that if I'm starting from a place of, oh boy, here come some challenges. I know they're going to be difficult when they come my way. If I start from that perspective, if I flip it, I found that I'm starting from a, a, a better place. I've freed myself up to take action. I've met the fear on head on. I've taken back control and I've adjusted to the situation to try to push through. 
If you live in a place where you are waiting for the next shoe to drop and reacting, you're living in a small story, starting in a small place. And, and listen, I, again, I'm not pointing fingers. I've been there. I've done that. Why have I gone there? Well, like many of us, I get lazy sometimes, and it's easy. It, it, it's quick, and sometimes it just feels easier to throw the bed sheets up over my head and crawl back into bed. But it's it's really difficult to make breakthroughs in your life if you're laying in bed with the sheets up over your head. Just a fact. So what I've learned by going through the same coaching and practices that I use with my clients is crazy stuff is going to keep coming at you. There will always be the next it. Something else is always going to come at you. Let it. Have a plan and a strategy when it does and push through it and don't give in to it. That's how you meet fear head on and and begin to have breakthroughs. You know, perseverance is one of the keys to breaking through in life as well. And one of my favorite books, and I think this book is the baseline for, gosh, even self-help books that continue to come out to this day. Short of the Bible, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is one of the top-selling books in the history of the world. And I would strongly encourage you to get that book. And listen, it's not a one-time read. Uh, this is uh, a book that you will return to over and over and over again. But in that book, if you're not familiar with it, he tells a story about perseverance called Three Feet from Gold. So, as you're well aware, one of the most common causes of failure is the habit of quitting when things get tough when one is overtaken by temporary defeat. And we're all guilty of this. Uh, We've all made this mistake at one time or another in our lives. Well, in the book, there's a story about R.U. Darby. Now, R.U. Darby was caught by the gold fever in the gold rush days and went, went west to dig and grow rich, so to speak. He had never heard that more gold has been mined from the brains of men than has ever been taken from the earth. He staked a claim and went to work with a pick and a shovel. The going was hard, but his lust for gold was definite. And after weeks of labor, he was rewarded by the discovery of the shiny ore. He needed machinery to bring that ore back up to the surface, so he quietly covered up the mine retraced his footsteps back to his home in Williamsburg, Maryland, and told his relatives and uh, a few neighbors of the gold strike that he'd found. So they put some money together that they needed for machinery, heavier machinery, and they had it shipped back out west. Well, the uncle and Darby, they, they went back out to the mine. And the first car of ore that was mined was shipped to a smelter. So the returns proved that they had one of the richest mines 
in Colorado. And a few more cars of that ore would clear the debts. Then would come the big killing in profits. Down went the drills. Up went the hopes of Darby and his uncle. Then something happened. The vein of gold ore disappeared. They had come to the end of the rainbow, and the pot of gold was no longer there. They drilled on, desperately trying to pick up the vein of, again, all to no avail. Finally, they decided to quit, fold it up, and go home. So they sold the machinery to a junk man for a few hundred dollars and took the train back home. Now, some junk junk men are dumb, but not this one. He called in a mining engineer to look at the mine and do a little calculating. And the engineer advised him that the project had failed because the owners were not familiar with fault lines. So his calculations showed that the vein would be found just three feet from where the Darby's had stopped drilling. That is exactly where it was found. So the junk man took millions of dollars in ore from the mine because he knew enough to seek expert counsel before giving up. Most of the men which went into the machinery, most of the money, excuse me, that went into the machinery was procured through the efforts of R.U. Darby, who was then a very young man, and the money came from his relatives and neighbors because of their faith in him. So he paid back every dollar of it. And although it was years in, in, in doing, long afterward, Mr. Darby recouped his loss many times over as he made the discovery that desire can be transmuted into gold. The discovery came after he went into business of selling life insurance. Now, remembering that he had lost that huge fortune because he stopped three feet from gold, Darby profited by the experience in his chosen work by the simple method of saying to himself, I stopped three feet from gold, but I will never stop because men say no when I ask them to buy insurance. So Darby is one of a small group of fewer than 50 men who sell more than a million dollars of life insurance annually, and this was back uh, many years ago. So he became quite successful in his life by learning the secret of three feet from gold. Before success comes in any man's life, he is sure to meet with much temporary defeat and perhaps some failure. And when defeat overtakes a man, the easiest and most logical thing to do is quit. That's exactly what the majority of men do. More than 500 of the most successful men in this country has ever been known, told the author, their greatest success came just one step beyond the point at which defeat had overtaken them. And Napoleon Hill goes on to say this quote in his book, Failure is a trickster with a keen sense of irony and cunning. It takes great delight in tripping one when success is almost within reach. Wow. Well, there are many lessons to be had from this story, for sure. But what I'm getting at today is this. Most people give up right before the gold because it gets too hard. 
embarrassingly enough, I will admit to have stopped on things in my life, probably three feet from gold. So close to a breakthrough, so close to success. And I think you're closer to your breakthrough. And like the first miner, you may not even know it. But I can see it. And it's right around the corner. You have the power to create change that you want to. So push through it. Make it happen and enjoy your gold mine. Now you may be asking, well, that's all great, Mike. Now how? what are some ways that I may be able to do that? Well, here's one from Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. There are many times when it's easy to trust God, God's love, to rejoice in his salvation and sing because he's been good to us. I think of times in my life when... I've just felt overwhelmed by God's blessings when I could hardly believe how good things were going in my life. Yet there are other times, as we've all experienced, times when life is hard and sorrow may fill our hearts. And we we may even wonder, is God even there for us? Well, in times of suffering and struggle, can we still trust in God's love? Can we rejoice? Can we sing with gladness to him. Well, here's a story about David in the Bible. And in the midst of desperation, David pauses to confess his trust and joy in God. And he sings to celebrate God's goodness. How's that possible? First, David thinks back to times when God has rescued him in the past. He remembers that God has been good to him, And these memories give David confidence to believe that God will rescue him yet again. Second, David remembers what is true about God, which is true regardless of David's current experience. God has revealed himself to be a God of unfailing love. At times, it's hard for us to understand the way God expresses his love for us. Yet the fact of God's love is a bedrock for our faith, indeed, for our very existence. And this love is revealed most clearly in the cross of Christ, and it sustains us, encourages us, enabling us to trust that the Lord is is there to rejoice, even in the midst of hard times. You know, I pray that you won't find yourself three feet from gold in your life, and lose the desire of trust that God puts in our hearts, just as he did with David. So what I want to do this week is offer you some questions for further reflection. You know, you've heard the story about the gold miner. You've heard a story about David. And so I want to give you something to reflect on here. Have you ever found yourself like David, struggling with difficult and painful things in your life, yet able to trust God and rejoice in Him? If so, what helped you to have such faith and joy? If not, what does this suggest to you? What helps you 
to trust God even when your circumstances are negative? Great questions to think about, and I hope you will send me your emails with those responses. I would love to know how you're working through some of your struggles to help make breakthroughs. So send me your email, mike.vanpelt at wedevelopyou.com. Don't get stuck in reverse. Trust God will fill your heart with joy, love, and mercy. I hope that you'll join us on our next podcast. We are going to spend some time talking about fear. We may we may do this over a couple of different podcasts because I believe this is a huge topic that is just permeating all our lives and our culture right now. So we'll talk more about how the role that fear is playing in everything we see, hear, and do these days so that we can um, be a, have awareness of that, so that we can be the men that we're called to be. So let me end today's podcast with a word of prayer. In today's world, people everywhere are discouraged. Many are fearful. Many wonder, where is God? God, we pray you will guide us and show us the way. We pray that when we want to stop digging, that you will be there to help us find that gold, that you will give us perseverance to move past our fear and keep digging and make those breakthroughs. In God's name I pray, amen. Improve your life today with Mike Van Pelt and One Way Life Coaching. Let's develop a roadmap of discovery that leads to success and satisfaction in your life. Find additional information and details of how you can have a free initial coaching call at wedevelopyou.com backslash Van Pelt.